Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're taking a look at this passage of scripture in Revelation chapter 22, where Jesus says, I'm coming soon. I'm coming soon, and my reward is with me. So last night was the Feast of Trumpets, also known as Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah is a reminder, he's coming soon. In Thessalonians, it tells us, that at the blast of the trumpet, the dead in Christ will rise and all those will be caught up in the air with him. He's coming soon. And this month in September of 2022, we've been focused on financial stewardship. And we started by looking at the parable of the talents. And at the parable of the talents, the master entrusts his money to some stewards. And then he eventually comes back and it says he comes back and he settles accounts. He comes back and he settles accounts with them. And the ones who had done good, but the money they'd multiplied, the money they were given more. They were rewarded for what they had done. And so just as a reminder, I woke up um, yesterday morning. When I woke up, just these words, we're getting ready to celebrate the, the feast of Rosh Hashanah. Just these words, I'm coming soon, I'm coming soon, kept coming to mind. Like God was reminding me of this when I woke up yesterday. When I think about those words, I'm coming soon, it always reminds me. I talk about it in my book, The Eighth Date. About how God was teaching me about understanding, developing understanding. And what is it we need to understand? We need to understand His grace. That He's continually working for our good. And I believe it's in Proverbs 19, I think it's 19, maybe verse 8. It says that a man who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. Well, I went through a time where God had shown me that I finally understood. I'd finally developed understanding. I finally understood what he was trying to show me, that I understood his grace. And then he showed me that verse. I asked him, you know, hey, I went through, I went through a tough time trying to get to this place where I truly understood. And I lost a lot. I went through a hard time. I said, God, what am I going to get it all back? And that's when he showed me that verse the very next day. A man who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. Now, did it happen immediately? No. It took a few years, but I began to see God began to prosper me. Things began to turn around. Began to see a turning point. When we get to a place of understanding, it creates a turning point. Now, a turning point doesn't mean it's all instantly fixed, but it means it starts to move in the different direction. It starts to change direction. Well, Jesus is coming soon. I'm also reminded of a verse, I believe it's in Peter, that says we can speed the coming of Jesus. We can speed the coming of Jesus by living righteous and holy lives, by living the right way. As we do things, we partner together with him. We can speed his coming. We can accelerate this from happening. Now, a lot of people get fearful, the idea of Jesus coming back. But what does it say? It's his reward is with him. He's coming soon and his reward is with him. And so we're going to be taking communion over this today, asking for God's help. Tell us to walk out our days with this in mind. Just a time of gratitude that he is coming soon. His reward is with him. But before we get going, let's, get, let's, let's pray first. I want to go through our daily prayer. We haven't done our daily prayer in a little bit here. I've been trying something a little bit different, but I feel like God's nudging me to get back to our daily prayer. And so, Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, their friends, all those connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness 
and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could keep, so you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him up from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive all that you've given us in Christ and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders, and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night as a way to help me stay in rhythm with God and His timing, and to help me filter my decision-making, to keep me on track from day to day, give me a little nudges back in the right direction keep things top of mind. And so I like to start with at the very top, the big picture vision. In our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, our vision is to have abundant life training centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program started about 10 years ago when Proverbs 13, 22 changed the course of my whole life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. My relationship with him began to grow exponentially. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me. He taught me this whole new way to live. Where we make him the source, we make him the center. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to do things his way. Now, learning a new way to live wasn't always easy all the time. I mean, they had to let, let go of some old patterns, had to unlearn a lot of things, learn how to walk out this new way of living, walking in faith and love and forgiveness, walking in the light, to have fellowship with God, fellowship with people, to prioritize people, and walking in love. I just began to document what he was taking me through, the things that I was learning, and it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And our goal is to take these blueprints and to build abundant life training centers around them all over the world. Communities of people who are thriving, who are working together in unity, walking out these blueprints. And this year, we've been focused on 2022, 
the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he was going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world. He searched it out just for them. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. Nothing is missing. Nothing is lacking. It's all in there. God's taking care of everything. He's been teaching us this year how to possess it, how to hold fast to it, how to keep it by filling up that basket of praise, keeping our focus on him rather than focusing on venting and complaining and pouting, filling up that basket of praise. And then this month, we've been focused on financial stewardship in September of 2022, managing and multiplying everything that God's entrusted to us. And we started with that parable of the talents. Looking at the guys who multiplied the master's resources, what he entrusted to them. But then he eventually comes back. He settles accounts with them. And the ones who multiplied, they were rewarded. Behold, he's coming soon. and His reward is with him. And right now we are in a special time of the year on God's calendar. Think of the yearly cycle as a circle of a year. Think of it as a 360 degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year just give us different glimpses of who he is and all that he's done for us. And last night we had the Feast of Trumpets, also known as Rosh Hashanah, which starts a 10-day period called the 10 Days of Awe. And those are the final 10 days of what's called the 40 days of Teshuvah. Teshuvah means to turn or repent. And in Acts chapter 3, it says that if we would turn or repent, that God would wipe away our sins and times of refreshing would come from his presence. And this time of year, this, these 10 days of all, they're the 10 days that lead up to the Day of Atonement, also called Yom Kippur. And the Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur was called the holiest day of the year in the Jewish culture. Because it was the one day of the year when the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies and make atonement for the sins of the people for the year. And that's a reminder for us that Jesus is our high priest. He's our faithful high priest. His blood has washed us and cleansed us, made us new, made us one with God. And so this 10-day period from Rosh Hashanah to the Day of Atonement, called the 10 Days of Awe, a time to greatly increase our awe and reverence and honor of God. A reminder for us to be putting off our old ways and to walk out this new way of living. And today we're focused on. He's coming soon. When is he coming? I don't know. When he showed me that verse. On he who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. I thought it was going to be immediately. It didn't happen immediately. It began to happen over time. So soon, I don't know when exactly that is. But I do know we need to be living out our days. It's very interesting. We talk about the importance of the beginning and the end. Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And we've talked about many times before. I used to have a, a baseball coach, a hitting instructor, who's one of the best hitting instructors I've been around. And he used to always say that the beginning and the end of the baseball swing are in the correct place. That everything in the middle will work out. And I found that to be a biblical principle. I found that to be a true principle in just about everything. And we've talked about many times. You look in the very beginning of the Bible. What are the very first words that we see God speak? Let there be light. And we've emphasized that a lot over the last year, walking in the light continually. And what's the shortcut to walking in the light? Very simply be thankful. Thanksgiving, walking in thankfulness and gratitude is the shortcut that helps us to stay positioned in the light. 
Helps us to walk in faith and in love and humility and forgiveness. Just be thankful. But then there's the there's the end piece. These are the very last words in the entire Bible that we see God speak. The very beginning of the Bible starts with let there be light. The very last words in the Bible that we see Jesus speak. I'm coming soon. I'm coming soon. He says his reward is with him. And that's supposed to inspire hope. In us, that's supposed to give us the courage to walk out today in a bold, decisive, courageous way. He's coming soon. Is that Heavenly Father? I feel like you're trying to show us something about this. One of the other principles we talk about the beginning and the end. In Ecclesiastes, Solomon says, the end of a thing is better than the beginning. The end of a thing is better. This is more important than those beginning verses we talk about. Let there be light. He's coming soon. It's going to be a good day. So we thank you, Father, that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help. Whatever you're trying to show us in this, about Jesus coming back soon, his reward being with him, you would just reveal that to us. Help us to walk in it in a way that honors you in awe of you. We thank you for sending Jesus. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray. We'd all turned to our own ways. And you laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes we've been healed. We've been restored. We've been made whole and holy and righteous and perfect in your sight. All through his one sacrifice. And you raised him up from the dead. And you seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. And you raised us up together with him. Made us sit together with him. Made us one with him. You made peace with us through the sacrifice of your son. You reconciled us to yourself. And I think that's what we're all looking for. That unity of being one with you. So Father, I thank you for this bread. And I ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Favorite bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. He's a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us. Gives us this fresh start in life. We can walk out this day today connected with God. A covenant relationship with him. So Father, I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right.
So normally after our time of communion, we're talking about some health and fitness tips. So right now we are in day number one of the 10-day Daniel fast. We typically during these 10 days of all do a 10-day Daniel fast. So let's get started with that today. Daniel fast, drink, drinking only water, eating only things that can be grown from a seed, fruits, vegetables, beans, whole grains, basically a vegan diet for 10 days. And remember, the goal is we want to learn how to roll the pressure of this over onto God. If this is something you feel like he wants you to do, it's relying on him to sustain it. You're not doing it out of your own strength and willpower. We rely on him to sustain it. And this is a time, these 10 days, Jesus says, my meat is to do the will of God, to do the work that God sent me to do. And I found that during these 10 days, it can be 10 of the most productive days of the entire year. Your meat is to do what he's called you to do, to walk in the works that he's called you to do. And we're prioritizing that over these 10 days. Something we should be walking in all the time. Don't think you have to do the Daniel fast all the time, but that way of thinking. But I hope this is helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you go to the Abundant Life Training Center dot com.